0: Welcome to a podcast about something where each week we dive deep into whatever it is we find interesting. I'm your host, Calvin, and joining me from Gotham City, it's your co-host co-host, Nick Richardson.
1: It's pronounced Batman. I'm Batman. That was a that was a pretty good one. <laughs> oh fuck. I've heard you a lot of I'm Batman's
2: whole episode. Good luck with that. We're giving out Batman movie superlatives today. Calvin's hey, gonna be in the hospital This is as far as I can go with this I'm sorry Hello and welcome to a podcast about something I'm Batman Your host
1: <laughs> I'm Batman People are gonna be like Click Fuck this shit
0: <laughs> No it's really gonna be fun guys Just stay around okay Okay I'm
2: not gonna keep doing it I'm not gonna keep doing the
1: Batman <laughs> It's seamless I don't know how he
2: does it I'm <laughs> just gonna throw it in every once in a while It's What's gonna happen, happen? Sorry about that. <laughs> I
0: don't know how it's going to sound like once I, I get the volume leveled and all that shit with my normal voice versus the 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 background.
1: I don't know how it's going to work out. But the background I like that. It sounds like its own unique fucking little toy.
0: Yeah. Today, if you didn't hear Batman before, we we're giving out Batman movie superlatives. <laughs> and uh, you know what God, we do? <laughs> Each month, we give away made-up awards. We've been doing it for, I don't know, like two years now. Uh, we pick a type of movie, give up some made-up awards. Two different movies within that type of movie. No repeat-sees, no take-back-sees. And so this month, it's Batman movies. All yeah, the Batman
1: movies. We've held off this fucking long. I mean, you have no idea how much restraint like it takes. Movies Batman was like, honestly, we've, one
0: of the third... It was probably like the third or fourth... Uh, movie superlatives outline i put together
1: i think that was one of the first subjects we ever breached when we talked to each other yeah because everybody loves batman of course By 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 the end of this year i'm gonna be like because everybody loves batman ah.
0: <laughs> so what we also do a couple months ago we introduced the succulatives, which is the opposite of the superlative and uh, we give the, out the worst version of every award, too. We used to do that at the end, but now with our new format that we introduced last week, it's actually going to be uh, right there with it. So we're go- we'll give out best, and then worst right together. So it's all kind of one thing.
1: To stick think with that'll... our
0: five fundamental somethings about, I guess, Batman, Batman. movies about Batman. Uh, this week.
1: I see. I have to, like, half-yell to get a solid Batman voice going.
0: I, again, I have no idea how it's going to turn out, like, when... I go to edit this, and, like, I'm going to have to cut all this great Batman content because it's too quiet. Or I'm going to have to really play around with, like, the amplifier and all that shit. It's going to be a mess.
2: It's gonna I hate be- it already. Fuck, but I'm going to keep doing it. Because what this world needs <laughs> is a Dark night to bring you a podcast. About Batman. About Batman, About Batman movies. And <laughs> give out awards to them.
1: Dude, if you can if you were in like an animated movie of Batman, I would be dying the whole fucking time. I don't know why. If anybody needs
2: a Batman voiceover actor, I gotcha.
1: I fucking know like
2: six different people that probably could use a Bat. Oh Hit man. me up on Twitter at APA something underscore Batman. I'm not Batman, but I, I am Batman. Batman. I am Batman. <laughs> So there's a lot of different
0: variety of Batman movies and for this particularly we're only covering live action Batman movies not animated because I feel like animated Batman movies and DC animated movies in itself could be its own set of movie superlatives so let's I didn't want to throw those in
1: Let's be real here animated Batman movies are like leagues of he- leagues ahead of live action Batman movies
0: some of them, yes.
1: Say and some of them, solid... no. Have you ever
0: seen the assault on Arkham? Not good.
1: I'm sure I've seen that.
0: Really, anything anything with Kevin Conroy, good. Anything with not Kevin Conroy, not very good.
1: Uh, Batman Beyond is dope. Well, yeah,
0: okay. Batman
2: Beyond doesn't count because that's that's like a different Batman. That's Will Friedle, Eric Matthews being Batman in the future. Is and that really? Kevin Conroy the... no, sure. is still in. Batman Beyond as Bruce Wayne so take that eat shit That's eat what, shit what Joker <laughs> that was a good one
0: yes it is Will Friedle
1: I respect him so much more now
0: he's so he's such a good voice actor he's uh he's the dude in Kim Possible too her her best friend
1: yeah okay I know which one it, yep. exactly you're talking about
0: now. also Eric Matthews
1: Mr. Eric, Eric split Matthews. down the the middle the middle hair part there
0: Yes. Love Eric Matthews. We once did an episode on Eric Matthews that never got released. It's the lost episode of a podcast about something. Uh, we did that with the uh, with the guest, Bore Meets World. And it was awful. One, because, like, we were all new in, in this podcasting thing. And hadn't really quite figured out how to, like, interact with each other. And also, I was sick and very tired. And, like, I came home to do it in the middle of the day because that's when they had free... And I was like, all right, I can I can knock this out, and then just go to just pass out afterwards. And I was just completely dead. I still have the source file. It may or may not be released at some point in our lifetime.
1: Release that shit.
0: I've talked to them about it because they they called me out on their podcast because that's one I listen to because I love Boy Meets World, and they're really great at doing that. So if you like Boy Meets World, go check out Boy Meets World. Um, they're they're a lot of fun, and they called me out a couple weeks ago on it. That they're like, yeah, we did a guest spot one time. I don't ever know what happened to that. So, yeah. I was like, oh, it's it's the lost episode, but it still exists.
1: Just send a screenshot of it on your desktop titled Pile of Shit. <laughs> Just be like, I, I don't know. Is it this the Justice view.
0: League Extended Universe? Because that's the only pile of shit here.
1: Whoa. That is a very accurate statement. Yeah, it is. We need um, to get into some Batman. Yeah, well, we haven't I mean, talked been...
2: Batman at all yet.
1: I'm sitting here waiting, guys. What the hell are you doing? We've been...
0: Should I play Batman yeah. as, like, a separate character from me?
1: No, it's got to be seamless.
0: Yeah. All right, so... so the awards that we're giving out today, we give out five awards, um, and like I said, the succulatives are now mixed in with the superlatives, so we'll get
2: best and worst at the same time. So we've got the best and worst bat suit, with a subcategory of best and worst suiting up scene because it's always really cool to see Batman putting on a suit for the first time in a movie.
1: You start to lose it there, Batman. Yeah, I know. That's probably why he sticks to, like, seven lines <laughs> in as if, Seven it's real, words. It's is... really
2: hard for, like, three full run-on sentences. <gasps> we've got the best and worst bat vehicle, the best and worst bat detective skills, the best and worst bat gadgets, and the best and worst Batman, with a subcategory of best and worst Bruce Wayne. Because if you didn't know, I'm Batman, but I'm also Bruce Wayne. Nice! Okay.
1: My wife is going to be like, what the fuck is going on I'm going to need so much water. (laughs) No shit.
0: So, with that, we move into the five fundamental somethings about Batman movies, which are our superlatives. And I don't know about you, but I thought it was really hard to narrow a lot of these down. Because I think for the most part, all of the movies do a good job of making things look cool. Now, there's some hokiness to to different movies, and we'll get into that when we talk about them. But I think they always do a good job of having something cool in them, or at least something that looks cool.
1: For the most part, like especially for the time,
0: mm-hmm. or the
1: time, you know, time period, right, when they were released and stuff like that. Except the nipples, that was a big misfire. The
0: Nipples are rough. We'll we'll get into the
2: nipples for sure.
1: No, we'll Go definitely. deep into my
2: nipples. Don't worry. <laughs> I, like and to so, touch them. <laughs> I like it when Robin touches them in the Batcave. I need bad guys to see them all the time.
1: <laughs>
2: That's how it makes it weird.
0: So for me, it was it was more of a task of what looked coolest in each movie, and also was that cool thing also the most functional
1: version of it. Yeah, there's some there's been a there's, whole a gamut of cool of, no there's a lot of cool stuff that have no function. Well, there's a lot of cool stuff, and there's a lot of things that you really need to have function that have zero. I yes. mean the series of. Bat cows that are fucking immovable.
0: Yeah, that's rough. Like, uh, yeah, all the 90s ones, pretty
1: much. Like, every suit, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just the 90s. I don't know what their deal was with concrete necks. Uh,
0: I don't know, but we're going to move with that comment into the best bat suit. What do you got?
1: Best bat suit. I got Batman vs. Superman. I like that. Because Skip-tick. that shit was hella comic, comic accurate. For the most part, like it, it really invoked that Dark Knight Returns,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like that aesthetic. And I mean, dude, Ben Affleck looks fucking amazing in that thing. What I loved about it the most, though, is
0: Ben Affleck it's not... looks like there's no padding under
1: it. No, there because right? like, there is like, like, like looks I don't just, think there's zero. That he dude got is shredded. Jacked
0: for Batman, and he's still well, he... like you can tell he can't like get rid of it now. And he's just stuck in this weird, like, well, yeah, I don't work out that much anymore, but all this muscle is still here somehow, so when he, like, walks around, he can't fucking move his shoulders.
1: He's still fucking shwole as fuck. Yeah, did you at just the see him dropping time. that
0: Dunkin' Donuts the other day?
1: I did, no shame. I mean, people drop shit. Like, he dropped the ball with his marriage. Dang! Oh. Fucking low blow there. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to stop saying fucking from here on out. Here's my challenge to y- you and myself.
2: We're I'm not going to have the word fucking
1: on the word cloud. It's probably already going to be please. the biggest word. Thanks a lot, Calvin. No, that Batman, last one put Batman me over Batman is
0: 100% going to be the biggest word this week.
1: I really hope so. It's going
0: gonna, it's gonna to be Batman fucking Joker.
1: Pouches and, uh, yeah, probably. Bats. we need to talk a lot about pouches you know bats probably some bats too chins we're gonna get into some chins but Fucking's
0: usually not the biggest words usually the second or third
1: that one was i mean it's been pretty big because i say it all the time yeah all right, all right. i i just love saying it no but anyways. More fucks now but fucking uh just got get that last one out but uh i love that the suit isn't over exaggerated like it doesn't like, something Val Kilmer's suit really pissed me off about is it that dude looked like he had a thumb from, like, his neck up. It was just a thumb. It's yeah. wide as fuck. It didn't make any sense to me. Whereas, pretty much everything on Ben Affleck is really contoured. It's not, you know, he doesn't have extra fins and all that shit. Right, But yep, yep. the best part about it is it's practical as fuck. It is bulletproof at least in the helmet, it can... Yeah, yeah, it at least
0: in the takes helmet. Takes what right
1: off the helmet. Yeah, I mean, he gets domed. He does get stabbed. He, you know, it, it has quite a bit of resistance, but that's pretty uniform. If you stab Batman, he's gonna feel it. Like, that dude gets stabbed or attempted stabbed often throughout mm-hmm. all the mediums. And uh, his... Really, his gauntlets and his boots slash gadgets. Like, his whole... Aesthetic is dope, but the fact his uh, like his gloves had you know the built-in not brass knuckles but carbon fiber knuckles I yeah. think is what you would say it as and uh, he's, just he's got menus. a lot of
0: tech going on in what looks like a very simplistic suit. There's a, right. there's a lot more to it, and the utility belt does a lot of heavy lifting there.
1: That and uh, what he utilizes it. The best, I think, right. especially in combat, it seems more natural for for Ben Affleck's character, you know, version of Batman than any other one I've seen.
0: Yeah, I I agree. Um, I like that pick. I like it too. And um, yeah. <laughs> Did you have uh, what'd you have for the best suiting up scene? <laughs> <I'm> just gonna <laughs> pepper him in like randomly.
2: The fucking Batman Returns. Oh, there's a there's a fucking. I didn't even
1: notice I did it. I, I'm is there a good Batman? Re-
0: so Batman Returns is the only one I didn't watch over this month because I watched it in December when we were doing the Christmas adjacent movies. So right. that's the only one I didn't rewatch right now. Um, does he have a good
1: suiting up scene there? Well, the reason I think it's a solid suiting up scene is because he's just like a regular, normal dot, normal guy outside of being, you know, Batman and a billionaire. But he just has his suit on, like, regular-ass hangers, and he has just ten pairs of boots and gloves and, and, you know, bat suits that are made of rubber, I think. Um,
0: Yeah, I don't remember what those ones are, but so that's what I was going to say when you were talking about the Batman Forever suit, is that it was 50 pounds of black rubber, pretty much. Um, So that's why it gets that look and feel like a giant dick, is what you wanted to say, but you said thumb for some reason. uh, I don't know why.
1: Uh, Spy Kids I've been thinking about Spy Kids often
0: uh, yeah and so that that's why that one looks so unwieldy and I think they they the the Batman and Robin one was still rubber but I think they found ways to make it a little more movable uh, but Val Kilmore was rough moving around in in his suit
2: well
1: yeah I mean he did not look comfortable so it it was just something I thought was great because it was so simple you know he just he, yeah, he has sense. it hidden in like a vault it's not even all that hidden but it's, it's in a vault for sure and he just walks in gets dressed and then he walks out it's Just like so that's how it happens
2: yes Batman gets dressed just like you one leg at a time it's not instant so I went with Fuck Batman it.
0: 1989 I like the classic style of Batman I do like 1989 that. for the best bat suit not for the suiting up i'll get to the suiting up in a minute uh he had the big cape that he could glide around with um just kind of terrify bad guys making himself look much bigger than he is. michael keaton's not a big guy but he's got the big cape he can kind of swoop in on you he's got a lot of stuff going on in the utility belt which is a lot that's important you gotta have a good utility belt
1: Um, well if you're batman fuck yeah that's like 60 percent of his persona
0: as the Batman v Superman one, as you mentioned... Like, I like that one too, but I didn't want to put it here... Because I've got Batman v Superman somewhere else... Um, I, I It has the perfect combination of function and style... And that, and I think that's why it wins... The Nolan Trilogy is probably the most functional... But it looks basic... As in, like, Batman's a basic bitch... In the Nolan Trilogy...
1: See, I, I disagree super it's, hard it's with you tactical, on that... It's too tactical,
0: it's too black... I I like the yellow insignia in the middle... I like all that. I, I like the classic look with a little bit of flair to it. I feel like the Nolan Trilogy doesn't have any flair in it.
1: See, I feel like the Nolan Trilogy is more exaggerated. That's kind of what I meant by the it, it, extra tactical. It, you know, it's just yeah, super well, it's like ornate. Armor.
0: Like, you can tell it's armor.
1: Well, and I really hate the way it cups his face. Like, he looks like he has a bitch-ass chin. Yeah, the,
0: the cowl is rough.
1: Um, yeah, it's it's not tight, but it's not the best in bat. You said Batman Returns. No, uh, Batman, Batman. It's not the best in Batman either. It's, I mean, it looks cool in the shadows, so dope in the shadows. But out of the shadows, which is a you know super tight Ninja Turtle theme, it doesn't look the it. It looks like a, a Neanderthal basically had a form-fitting rubber suit poured over his head i
0: mean he moves roughly in it but i'm just looking at the suit in itself right
1: that's what well i mean aesthetically that's what I mean.
0: it looks like if you say so i mean we're we're free to disagree here and i think i think the schumacher suits they get the look like they've got some cool looks if you disregard the nipples all right let's just disregard the nipples for a minute
1: um but could you disregard the nipples calvin
0: but they're Jesus, made a, out of the heavy rubber, and they're not functional, of all, functional at all for Batmanning, which is important. And then, like, you have to add the nipples back on when you're considering, okay, is this actually cool? And I, I just really – I love the the all black with the yellow bat symbol in the middle. It's simplistic, but it's still super stylish.
1: Okay? So I'm going I, with it. I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. I I think it's fantastic. I love it. But I've, that's all – I just think the, the cowl on that suit, the only imperfection I can find is the cowl. It it, it, that's fair. it just looks like a chromat. You know what movie. else
0: the going back to Batman v. Superman for a minute, because I'm looking at my Batman shelf right now. It it has hints of the uh the nineties cartoon, the animated series. With just the all gray, the black bat. Um obviously the black bat is taken more from Batman Returns, but that or not I'm sorry, the Dark Knight Returns. But just that kind of gray, all gray suit. I like that. I like the all gray suit. I think you're actually right on this, but again, I got to use Batman v Superman later.
1: That's fair. It's it's they really did a great job with it, and the fact it's not a muscle suit mm-hmm. really stands out. I mean, being six three, and he's probably pushing 250, 260 he's in yoked. that movie,
0: especially in that movie. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's fucking. It's like jacked. fucking
0: LeBron wearing Batman suit is what he is.
1: Right, but five no, inches shorter no. and. Said the f word. You did, or me? I did. I was going to say, I didn't even realize. Son of a...
0: I, I had a quick honorable mention to the Batman and Robin snowsuits. I always love those. The <laughs> bluish-silver accents on the yeah. suits are super cool.
1: Dude, I and, still have one of those action figures. I have the fucking... Uh, damn is? it! I, had the, I have the Robin one. I've got... So I had a... Uh, at Colby Mack on Twitter. Our boy, uh,
0: Colby told me. He, he brought... I, I was talking about when I was watching these two movies... And he brought up that he had the action figures. I, I still have them. I've got the Batgirl in that suit. I've got the Robin somewhere in that suit, and then I've got a different Robin from that movie too. I've got a Mister Freeze from that movie. I've got uh, Poison Ivy from that movie. I had a Bane, but I don't see it up there. It just might not have made the shelf. Uh, I don't think I ever. Oh, I did have a Batman. It was it was like one of the quick change ones, Oh, right, where yeah, you take I love off the those. cowl and and Bruce Wayne would be underneath. So I had that one. And he had like the the clip on skates because everything was snow um i i really like the robin suit best in the batman and robin snow suits because the black it, it's got the black and silver which is really cool and then it's got the the more nightwing style logo yeah and they're really going hard setting him up as nightwing because that was in the next movie that was planned he was going to be nightwing uh but we never got that
1: thank god fuck nightwing that guy sucks
2: batman forever <laughs>
1: Is it, are you just saying that because he said fuck Batman in a live certain yeah. live action show?
2: Yeah, fuck that guy. That show sucked. He really sucks. I they fucking watched. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. What?
1: Uh, what is the?
0: I can't think of the uh. The guy that they had playing Bruce Wayne in that. Who is he in Game of Thrones? In what? The guy they had playing Bruce Wayne in Titans.
1: I have no
2: idea. He's
0: he's Daenerys' right-hand friend-zone dude. Jorah? Jorah Mormont, <laughs> thank you. They got Jorah Mormont playing me, come on. Would have worked a lot better too? if I remembered his name. He plays Bruce Wayne in yeah. Titans? He's actually solid. Is he's, he? It's only for like, an episode, like one episode and maybe like a third of another episode.
1: No shit.
0: Titans season 2 is pretty good.
1: I'll have to check that out. I was interested in Beast Boy, but...
0: Beast Boy's got some work to do in, in Season 2, for sure. Dope. So, my best suiting up scene is from Batman Forever, actually. Uh, so, again, disregard the nipples for a minute. I like... So, the opening scene is him suiting up to go out and stop Two-Face, right? I, I like that we get a nice look at all the different accoutrements that go into him putting the suit on. So, like you said, you like the, the downgrade look where he just walks up, grabs that out of the closet, and then he disappears and then he comes out and he's, he's there. I like it that we actually get to see him pulling on the gloves, pulling on the boots, all that stuff. And then it's it's right in the opening of the movie. I love when the movies jump straight into Batmaning, which the Burton and the well, sorry, Batman '89 and Batman Forever and Batman and Robin all do a great job of of just right away your first scene is Batman. Uh, Batman Returns does not do that. It fiddles around with Max Shrek and Penguin and all this other shit first.
1: Oh yeah, but I that was actually my runner up because I love the the close up look of like all the gadgets. Yeah, I mean, and the gadgets who, that was the other thing. Who didn't love that as a kid? It's just you know you got your fucking dope accessories. I'm I'm dropping the fucking thing. It's happening. Yeah, now. you're not doing good at it. I'm terrible. At it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean that shit was dope. I just <laughs> they really do. I you could tell Joe Schumacher felt a sort of way about uh he's like man i really need first 30 seconds a close ass shot let me see it. yeah the ass shots Cod codpiece too let's get that shit in here that thing is fucking giant
0: but it, it, it other, other than those it works and other than the nipples it works and and batman and robin gets the most shit for bat nipples but batman forever started the bat nipples like let's not let's not let batman forever off the hook here
1: well, I mean, at least Val Kilmer was a better Batman, Bruce Wayne. I think that's why he gets a little more that's slack. That's
0: debatable, and, and we're gonna have that Whoa. debate later. Uh, but I don't. Well, so Batman and Robin was a worse movie, and that's why it gets more slack. So I think people just tack on the bat nipples to everything else that's wrong with Batman and Robin, and and everybody's like that. You kind of have these rose-colored glasses of Batman Forever, of it's it's very entertaining. And it's better than Batman and Robin. So when you're looking back at it and you don't really remember because not a lot of people revisit these movies a lot, you're thinking, well, Batman Forever is the good Schumacher one.
1: So it did vividly. The do better Schumacher one. But I mean, those right. nipples are fucking egregious, dude. I, I don't disagree. Like, what the fuck? All right, so what's the worst bat suit? Batman Forever. <laughs> the nipples, the giant codpiece. That shit is egregious, man. I don't even care how dumb like it used to look it's just so egregious and the fact he has i don't know he has like a a little gadget for everything and i consider pretty much gadgets to be part of the suit
0: sometimes they can't be yeah
1: and it ties into i did not like the way it looked the first half of the movie or until he goes into his second Second costume. Yeah, when he
0: goes into the second costume. The second costume's much better. The sonar costume.
1: Yes, looks way better. It's got the silver the one...
0: accents and everything again. I like that. I agree with you but, there.
1: And, and the yellow symbol. So, I mean, it's it's it, his cape looks fantastic. The only thing I can rag on about that is the cowl. Like, it, it has, like, weird... It's too big. It's too big, and it has a weird design along his chin. Yeah. But he... I... If you're just looking at him, he looks
0: fantastic i think val kilmer has like two square of a head to wear the cowl because that's what when i'm thinking that batman forever that second cowl it, it just looks like his
1: head is too wide almost it's weird it's the neck it's because it has no well, i mean he has no like jaw definition or anything it's like it just yeah. spot for his chin to poke out and talk
0: that's fair but, and and the batman forever that the that first one in batman forever it's as close to the Batman and Batman Returns as they could be with now making it a giant rubber suit, like all one-piece rubber, and and adding nipples. But it, it's the same suit. Like, they tried to make it exactly the same suit because they were going to introduce their own at the end. Right. <clears throat> I went I <clears throat> with the Dark Knight Rises. I wrote Returns, but it's Rises.
1: I do hate that fucking suit.
0: Change that real quick. Uh, well, so, hold on now. Because it's a very specific part of The Dark Knight Rises. So there's this one scene where he goes to the hospital, get x-rays on his knee and shit. But really, he's there to see Commissioner Gordon. And he sneaks down into Gordon's room, wearing his regular-ass clothes and a ski mask. This is a bad bat suit. I don't think I need to go further into
1: that. (laughs) That's a technicality, but it's a good one.
0: I didn't... I, I like most of the suits. I think you're right with Batman Forever. But again, I'm using Batman Forever somewhere else. And I wasn't using the Dark Knight Rises anywhere else. So I was like, all right, let's throw it here where he's wearing a fucking ski mask.
1: I think the Rises suit, I, I really just don't like it because you see him yeah. in daylight. When you yeah. see him in daylight, it's just like, man, that does not look good. Well, and so I think that's my problem with the whole Nolan
0: trilogy is it's the same suit. I mean, it, it changes a little bit. It has in a the lot dark more pieces. Because the Dark Knight, yeah, he he gets the pieces put in. Um because they're uh, like better against
1: gunfire or More articulate. Yeah. And and he can can move
0: around better. Alright, so let's move to the best Bat vehicle. I went with the Dark Knight the Bat Pod.
1: Oh, you son of a bitch. The Bat Pod's awesome, man. That is the best. I mean, that's also what I picked. So let's just duly talk about this because It looks cool. Dude. A.
0: So cool. Highly functionable. Super maneuverable. Uh, in The Dark Knight Rises, we see that the wheels can spin in any direction, like they can spin while spinning, if that makes sense. They can turn while spinning, and he can just make 90 degree turns with ease. We see Catwoman doing it in The Dark Knight Rises. It's got some good weaponry on there.
1: It's free range. Mm -hmm. Do okay. Let me just say this: you literally went like point for point (laughs) my exact notes. It's fucking ridiculous. This thing is so dope, though. It is the best and most practical loadout. You're going to have some destruction associated with your Batmobile. Why not have the Batpod, which you can just rocket the fuck out of there? That's awesome. Yeah,
0: exactly. And uh, so I, I just remember the first time seeing the Dark Knight in the theater, I was completely awestruck when he rolled out of the Batpod when, when the the tumbler got destroyed. Right. I mean, pretty much everything and... else with the Dark Knight, but, like, it, I was just like, whoa, what the fuck?
1: Well, yeah, I, I thought he was going to self-destruct for a second when it starts shaking, and then it's like, oh. And the, the cinematography of that scene is so perfect.
0: Yeah, when he's blasting just, out he's, and then just hauling ass after the Joker. It's it's one of the best scenes in any Batman movie.
1: Oh, dude, absolutely. And the fact he flips a goddamn semi, that is amazing. Right. Well, yeah, and then he uses
0: it to catch Joker immediately. So so you have that, like him crashing the tumbler pulling out in the bat pod and then going after joker and and flipping the semi and and then gordon showing up and and actually like you know pulling the gun on joker and arresting him spoilers i guess uh that that that's a great little five
1: minute stretch yeah it really is it's one of the most intense you know come on hit me shit is so good
0: i have three honorable mentions for the best bat vehicle because there's so many good bat vehicles
1: Ooh. Ooh.
0: Oh, with the Ice Mobiles and Batman and Robin?
1: The Ice Mobiles? Yeah. I don't even remember those. So,
0: Robin's kind of looked dumb. He's got, like, some weird Zamboni type thing. But Batman's got this glider uh, with ice shields on it. Super dope. And then Batgirl has an Ice Bat Cycle, which is doper nice. m- even more than the, the Bat Glider. Uh, I, I think... Batman and Robin didn't do a lot right, but I think they hit the nail on the head with the ice bat looks. Everything was super cool with these bluish-silver accents.
1: I feel like they just stopped right there. ice gear was good, yeah. They were like, yeah. like, all right,
0: we got Mr. Freeze. Let's design some cool ice shit and then just call it a day. Whatever else happens is fine. We're there for it. So, again, uh, honorable mention number two is Batman 89 and Batman Returns. One of the best bat-looking... One of the best-looking Batmobiles across all media that that first on-screen batmobile
1: oh it's fantastic with the jet engine Mm -hmm.
0: it's not it's it's not incredibly functional like some of the other bat vehicles that we've been talking about but it it looks awesome uh and if i got to ride in a batmobile like some a genie grants me a wish like okay you can ride in any batmobile that's the one i'm picking
1: i don't know i'd probably pick the tumbler i'd be blasting through shit like tumbler almost one worst bat vehicle for me it is basically a tank i hate the tumbler
0: uh no, I, I would pick either the 89 Batmobile or the animated series Batmobile.
1: That's a good one, too. Those are my two favorites. That is a dope-ass toy. Yeah, I got it. I got the big one. I figured you were going to say yeah. that.
0: I, I also got you know a, a Bat it. Cycle from the animated series that I didn't even know existed.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh,
0: I'll probably have to post a picture of my, my Bat Wall for everyone. Uh, I And then I had for my third honorable mention the Batman Forever... Uh, Batmobile before it gets wrecked. Uh, it's it's just a cool new look. Uh, it's got, like, the cool blue. They like, they went deep into the neon blue for Batman Forever. It's got flames coming out everywhere. Tons of gadgets, um, including fins, it's got man, a grappling man. hook in there so it can drive up a wall. it got bat symbols on the wheels. What did you say? The fins, though, man. The fins are rough, but they're not as rough as Batman and Robin. Like, the Batman and Robin Batmobile is very bad. You don't say... Speaking of which, let's talk the worst Bat vehicle. <laughs> I went with the Batman 66 Bat Copter, not the Batmobile, because the Batman 66 Batmobile is dope, too. Uh, but the Bat Copter is bad. Have you ever seen the, the 1966
1: Batman with Adam West? Not the, ba- not the Bat Copter. I'm not familiar with that.
0: All right, so I, I kind of just wrote in Bat Copter before I rewatched this. This was the last movie I rewatched because it was hard to think of a, a Bat vehicle that just outright sucks. But I was right to go with the Batcopter. It looks really stupid. Google it right now. Uh, they don't even keep it in the Batcave. Cave. They have to call ahead to the Gotham Airport and some jabronis wheel it out onto the jetway for them.
1: And oh, like... it has wings. The
0: fuck? <laughs> so this scene, it's the first scene in the movie, they, they call these guys to, to wheel out the Batcopter Copter for them, and it flashes these guys at the airport who are, like, literally, like, carrying it and setting it on the tarmac at this airport. It's the goofiest thing in the world. Um... Uh, it barely looks like it could fly if it was a real life thing it's super slow it's bright red um and then like they get in the air and they're talking about bat drift and bat altitude and they drop a bat ladder
1: and wait don't you mean batitude and
0: no yeah maybe it might have been bat out bat bat batitude yeah
1: Batitude. yeah Uh, yeah that pun was fucking awful it's
0: everything in that first scene is everything you love to hate about the campy 60s version of batman right in your face right away and it's really hard to watch that first scene <laughs> and and that's the scene where you get the shark spray and like i just didn't remember because i haven't seen it in like 10 years and i didn't remember that they jumped the shark so to speak so quickly in this movie
1: oh yeah they've they're yeah, fully they on board right for that. in
0: And I I remember I watched it in 2010 because that's when I bought the Blu-ray because I bought it in Milwaukee at one of those places where you could – used to be able to sell your DVDs, right? Oh, yeah. Just don't exist anymore. Yeah. Uh, So I went and sold like 100 DVDs because I copied them all on my hard drive by then. And I was like, okay, I got 25 bucks for these 100 DVDs. You know, whatever. (laughs) Uh, No, it's not GameStop. It was a little better exchange rate than that and i i got the the full the four movie tim burton joel schumacher collection and batman 66
1: on blu-ray it was a good time not worth it 100 dvds for that <sighs> no no i had money left over i was gonna say i hope it was like 100 copies of anaconda
0: my anaconda
1: don't want not unless you got on. if batman didn't sing that to catwoman he's a fool
0: what did you have for the worst vehicle, even though I'm
1: pretty sure I know what it is? Hit me. Uh,
0: you think it's the Batman and Robin
1: Bat vehicle? No. Oh. I that that uh, It's going to get awarded later, unfortunately. Oh, okay. But I chose the 1943 Batman, the serial, mostly because like it's, just a, it's a cheap-ass car. It's a regular-ass car. Ass car. Yeah. It have is you ever watched that? I, I watched a couple clips for research, and it's... Oh, okay, let me,
0: the 43 one is super duper racist.
1: It's fucking horrid, dude. I love the suit because it's an original, you know, homage to the original Batman. I don't even think it's an homage. Like that was his suit at the time. Right, that is the original Batman suit, and I mean they pretty much adapted it perfectly on the screen. So
0: I was waiting. I was waiting to bust out the serial collection. Uh, but I had that was my honorable mention here was the the 49. Serial, which it's it's the same car, it's just a regular ass car, but it's technically a convertible. And when he's Bruce yeah, Wayne, the top's down, and when he's Batman, the top's up, so you can't see him.
1: Yeah, I mean so, he's got them window tents, fucking unreal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so when I was a kid, we had there's two serial collections. There's 43 and 49. 43 is super racist, and there, uh, the the main villain is a Japanese guy who they're trying to stop doing something i've never seen the whole thing but we have the 49 one where the villains the the wizard and i'll get in more on that later because this all comes back but they were on vhs and my dad taped over the se- they had two tapes my dad taped over the second tape with some like paper making bullshit no idea what it was but we couldn't watch the whole that second son tape. Of a bitch. so we had seen the whole thing through one time when we were probably like i was probably five so, we had no idea who the wizard was because that's the whole thing is figuring out who the wizard
2: is. And <laughs> Daddy, then, so, you son of a bitch.
0: In my adulthood, having access to to Netflix DVD shipping, I'm like, let me see if they have these. And they did. So, at first, I got the 43 one. I didn't know there were two separate ones. So, I got the 43 one and I start watching it and I'm like, I don't think this is the one I... I don't remember, remember I don't remember I don't all remember these Japanese this. people and the, the racial slurs they're throwing at them. And yeah, then I looked yeah, up and not, I'm like, oh, there's another hard. one. So yeah, if, if you're going to go back and watch these, which they... The 49 one is kind of fun. I did... That is something I watched recently. It's 15 episodes. Each episode 16 minutes long. So it's really easy to watch. Um, Go watch the 49 one. It's a lot of fun. The 43 one is not... Uh, it's, it's very hard to watch I made it through like three episodes and I'm like okay this isn't the one I'm not going to keep watching this because yeah, it's, it's, it's it, brutal
1: it's fucking terrible outside of the suit literally being the only redeeming quality but you can get but, that I in the 49 right so I'm going to go with that one because the yeah. car is a fucking dumper too yeah, I think it probably gets like car. three miles to the gallon it's a piece of shit Packard needs to get the fuck out of here The best part of
0: that, and I think I had this somewhere else in my notes, but I might as well bring it up, is in the 49 one, like the, oh no, this was in the 66 one, so I'll get to it later.
1: But I mean, the fins in Batman Forever, that shit is stupid. Dumb. Dumb as fuck. They're not as bad as Batman and Robin. You're ruining a way better vehicle. That car's dumb, man. Yeah, that's Like, if you took the, the fins off that, way better. Okay. Why the fuck does it have fins? I don't know, but is let's. that a Fish
0: Car? What is he, Fish Man? Let's move on to the best bat detective skills. Uh, your turn to go first.
1: The Dark Knight. I mean, he does all kinds of detective y shit. Yeah, he does. I mean, so, I, let's I'm hear sure.
0: It. This is your, your time to shine here, Nick. Tell us about
1: Everyone it. Everyone has seen The Dark Knight multiple times. I'm not going to bore the fuck out of everybody repeating the same thing they've seen a bunch. But, I mean, he figures out the, the plot against the mayor and Commissioner Gordon and all that good stuff. He recreates the you know, the bullet in the wall, stuff like that. He seems like he's able to, you know, when they he's, threaten to blow up the hospital and stuff like that, the reconnaissance he's able to initiate quickly is, is pretty fucking sweet. Yeah. And he has fantastic contacts, especially in Commissioner Gordon. You need that. In a good detective. Thanks, Commissioner. You're a good. You're help. welcome. I'm he... at, I actually played Commissioner Gordon in a, uh, a fucking production recently. Sweet. Yeah. They, they didn't need a Batman. Background. I mean, they did. You would have been way better. Shout out to those people who Nick just trashed. Dude. Well, the guy. I mean, sorry. <laughs> like, I don't know. to Tell you your Batman was kind
0: of whack. Oh. <laughs> He does a lot more investigating in The Dark Knight than probably any other Bat movie, other than what I'm going to pick. It's not a focus of of Bat movies a lot of times, for whatever reason. But he does does the most – Batman Begins, he doesn't do a lot. He kind of stumbles into everything. Dark Knight Rises, he does almost no investigation. Um, He's just like, Bane's here. Catwoman, take me to him. Okay, cool, I got my ass kicked.
1: Done. Not just that, let me break my fucking back.
0: Yeah. Uh, in the, the Burton and Schumacher movies, he does no detective work whatsoever.
1: Oh, yeah. Zero. And, I I mean, the sonar project he has in Dark Knight. Yeah, that. I mean, that, that was... So when I was considering it, that was what I was putting most of the, the
0: thought towards is the is the sonar project and just figuring that out and utilizing it. It's pretty amazing. And also...
1: It's... Frightening terrifying. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's it's amazing though. I love the, you know, just type in your name you and have to it, put
2: a, put your trust in someone at some point. When are type in your name? The breaker back
0: My best bat detective skills, and this is what I was waiting for, is the Batman and Robin nineteen forty-nine serial collection. And this comes from discovering the wizard and his plan, and I won't spoil who the wizard is even though it took me 30 years to figure it out, I will let other people go discover it for themselves. Uh, but Batman, he's on point this whole time. He's always thinking two steps ahead of the wizard, uh, trying to track down leads, just always on the mystery, trying to figure it out. Uh, like we said, in modern movies, he stumbles into the mystery as, as part of stopping a bigger crime. And then he's just like, Oh, well, this crime is going on. It must be because of this. It's not, it's not solving anything. It's like the mystery is just there.
1: Hey dog here, your mom's name's Martha too. Yeah. Shit.
0: Um, I mean the the serial collection it it starts with a a real crime. They're they're stealing a machine that can remote control any vehicle and it runs on diamonds. But he's it's it's not always about the machine. He's he's always just trying to put these puzzle pieces together to solve who stole it and why they stole it. And you know he's got to just he they they do this kind of line of diamond heists after they steal the machine to, so they can keep it running. Kind of like Mr. Freeze, honestly. Uh, he's got to get those diamonds to run his suit.
2: I nice still meet and you.
0: He, he's really looking into each one. He's not just beating up goons until he beats up the right goon. He's tracking down leads. He's thinking of things. He's talking it over with Commissioner Gordon, talking it over with Robin. Vicky Vale's there as a photographer. Like They're all going back and forth trying to figure this out. You know, it's it's a lot of fun to watch because it, it plays out like one big mystery novel more so than any other Batman movie you'd go watch.
1: Well, I mean, he fits right in with, like, the noir style of, of uh, you know, production. I think it's...
0: Right. And, well, and uh, I think uh, it's a limitation of what you could do in 1949. Like, you can't really have him fly. He The, the, the fight choreography's rough. But... So you can, be you can put all that work into detective work and also when you have 15 episodes which i, I, I think i did the math it's like four hours when you have four hours you, you have a lot more time to kind of spread that out and they leave every episode on a cliffhanger so that kind of builds the mystery oh, yeah, as well
1: of course you got to
0: and this i this is what i want out of a modern batman movie though like can we please just get a real detective movie but with batman being the detective think of any movie you're writing for denzel washington right now and just sub in batman there
1: Honestly, I think the Batman's going to be a heavy focus on... I hope it is. ...the detective aspect.
0: Uh, I I and just want to see him searching for clues, putting puzzle pieces together, and tracking the bad guy down, and then stopping him, rather than just being like, oh, the Joker's up to his tricks again.
1: I recognize this no-fingerprint fingerprint,
0: because yeah. it's the
2: Joker's.
1: It's He's
0: the, the
2: madman. Joker. The Joker's a madman.
0: I also want to give an honorable mention to the 1966 Batman here. Uh, because you, you got to see and this dude's
1: whack. Huh? that dude's whack as fuck
0: no it, he is but it, you got to see him put together this mystery that all the villains are working together it's absolute insanity um, and they happen to be right so I guess that makes some good detectives so let me just go through the train of thought here with you because this happens in like the second scene it's right after Batman's attacked by the shark in the Batcopter so he's attacked by a shark an exploding shark at sea so he goes something seems fishy nice. here <laughs> Nice. And, and then goes, where there's fish, the penguin, maybe close by. And then Robin pipes up with, but it happened at sea. A sea for Catwoman. <laughs> and then mm. Batman, back to Batman here, he goes, but the shark was pulling on my leg. Like a joke from the Joker. <laughs> and then Commissioner Gordon's hanging out and he goes, it's all starting to fit together like some sort of riddle. So... <laughs> They take all this shit and put it together, and that's exactly how Like my deadpan delivery of it is exactly how the the scene plays out. And I'm not sure if that makes them good detectives or bad detectives. And I still I have no idea. But they figure it out, so it's got
1: to be good, right? I mean, super solid detectives. They take they take very
0: loose threads and tie them together to to an actual uh solution. So
1: it's I mean it's just like looking at the sky and it's like
2: <gasps> yeah i don't know That that there's, was a terrible analogy. cloud covering the sun today the calendar man must be on it must be yeah there that was a
1: good one there you go you're fucking my, on point with batman this. You should be writing. a little bit you should write for these movies bring it back calvin bring it the fuck back
0: all right so who's your worst bat detective skills uh
1: i'm gonna i'm gonna do a bit of reach in here to justice league okay that's fine. I'm gonna choose, I'm gonna choose, the, you know, Ben Affleck's Batman from Justice League, mostly because how the fuck did he not know about Wonder Woman?
0: Yeah, that that's rough.
1: That one, that one really pisses me off. That that's honestly my my like, only. Like he point. knows
0: Wonder Woman exists by Justice League because he fought with her in Batman v Superman. You got to be doing your work there, man. You you've got to have figured it out in the next two years of what's really going on with
1: her yeah no shit and he has the ultimate technology and Jeffrey Irons like he should figure everything the fuck out yeah that sucks then. he's no detective exactly I think it's more Alfred is the detective and mm. Batman is just the field tech with the technology I mean, he, he tracks it.
0: down Barry Allen and Arthur Curry though so
1: there's that you know Alfred's doing that shit that's true he's like hey Alfred uh, search for me and he's like yes Master Bruce
0: alright I went with Batman forever because he, he struggles with the very simple riddles, uh, and s- kind of stumbles into figuring out Edward Nigma's Riddler, and Alfred actually did most of the heavy
1: lifting here on this. It's like a thing. It's a yeah. thing now.
0: The the answers they have almost, or the answers to like the main riddles, they don't actually have anything to do with the ultimate riddle. Uh, that, that enigma is the Riddler other than you have to pick the numbers out but solving those riddles didn't matter you could open them and see that they all have numbers and put the numbers together and again Alfred does all that work and like he still walked right into Enigma's trap and stared at his stupid machine like a doofus when he was inspecting it to let Drew Barrymore turn it back on so like y- you gotta do better here
1: I think that's he doesn't solve anything get out of the way anything.
0: Well, like, she turns it back on and he just stares there and stands there and stares at it
1: like a moron. Like, Whoa. step two inches to the right. You'll yeah, be fine. Put your hand in front of your eyes. You'll be all right. So Best Bat
0: Gadget is what we're on now. And I go first here, and I am giving out the first ever Movie Superlatives Legacy Award. This is like the equivalent of those Lifetime Achievement Awards that they give out at the Oscars or the Grammys. Like, yeah, Tom Hanks has been, just been in a shitload of good movies. We're just going to give him an award for being Tom Hanks. So I'm giving the best Bat Gadget legacy superlative to the grappling hook.
1: That's... I like I like the category. It's, Easy pick.
0: It's literally in every single movie that Batman appears in. Uh, maybe not Suicide Squad, but I think Suicide Squad because he like, drops sure down is. on one to, to catch uh, Deadshot. Right. And, and each iteration it comes up in, it's cooler than the last. Like, they always find new ways to innovate the grappling hook, which is great. He finds new ways to deploy and utilize his grappling hooks. The Batmobiles often have grappling hooks uh, used in some way. So I'm just giving this like award to, scale buildings. to all grappling hooks in all movies because without them everyone would have died a thousand times in batman movies
1: yeah i mean so many people would have been dropped into acid or from a high height
0: yeah or or run over by a car that he didn't you know scale him up real quick on it uh, i did have some honorable mentions that i won't go into detail on because again this is the legacy award um i went with uh the, I, the other ones in contention were the Skyhook from the dark knight his that was a uh, dope one super knee brace from dark knight rises <laughs> uh, the Kryptonite Spear from Batman vs. Superman and the Remote Control Batarang in Batman Return.
1: Yeah, I like all those picks. Yeah,
0: Th- those are in consideration, but nothing lives up to the grappling hook. So,
2: I really enjoyed Legacy Award grappling hook. Thank you for Boom. saving my ass so many times.
1: So many times. Dark time. Kilmer has a super dope grappling hook system. Yeah. So what It's did all you... from the wrist, though.
0: Was that good?
1: Uh, yeah, yes. it was. Yeah, no. all from the wrist. So I feel like he would dislocate his arm all the time.
0: Cause I thought it's definitely but, from the wrists. Well, no, no, no. I, in Batman and Robin, they have it too, cause Robin has some grappling hooks that he's using.
1: We're talking Batman. We're not talking. Fuck I know. Robin.
0: I know. That, I, that I, I was just thinking the jabroni. wrist one was in in Batman and Robin, not Forever. All right, go on. What what's yeah. your best bat gadget?
1: Best bat gadget is the instant costume change lever in the 1966 Batman. The fact they can jump on a pole, hit this lever on their way down, and I love jumping on the pole. I mean,
2: but not Robin's pole. (laughs) What? Where do we go?
1: I uh, I honestly enjoy it for aerobic exercise. You've never pole danced before, Calvin. It's fantastic. Gives you great core strength. You know, should have been working on my
0: bane voice too. That would have been really good. I
1: can't do a bane voice. No. Now, no. I'd I have
0: to, like, cover my mouth when I do it, and that really would have thrown the, the volume mix off.
1: It would have thrown the volume mix off big time. But anyway, that is you so convenient. i have
0: adopted the darkness. I was born into it. That's pretty good. That's,
1: that's actually a pretty good yeah. one. All right, that's all I've got. Though. Like, I couldn't
0: say that? other things in that voice. How many times have you practiced that? Literally, that was probably, like, the third time I've ever
1: done it. Mm-hmm. The right, 33rd so. time. What's your best back gadget? Sorry, I got sidetracked. It's the costume change. Oh, yeah, that's right. From Batman 1966. That is so convenient. I mean, you think time is of the essence for Batman. I mean, honestly, fuck the grappling hook. If you can't protect your identity, you know, you can't save people because you're stuck in the Batcave, this and that. And a fire pole? Yo. I mean, the fact it incorporates the fire pole as well is just a 10 out of 10. Batman's got to have fun, too, you know? I mean, shit. Shit. Every time he runs out to solve a crime, he's probably like, Wee! Batman boom, let me hit that. Uh, and I'm immediately in my Batman suit. What if you got, you know, you're covered in disgusting things? You just hit this lever, boom, you got a clean set of clothes on. You're all good.
0: Yeah, you got a, you got a girl there that won't take the hint. Boom, now I'm Batman.
2: I'll get you out of here, ho. <laughs> get your ass out. Oh, my grappling hook. Bruce Wayne's done with your stank ass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, well that's really terrible. Tell Bruce he's the fucking asshole.
2: I will. On it. But you're a bitch. <laughs> he said you were totally lame in the sack. <laughs> I'm
1: playing all these scenarios. <laughs> you totally lame in the sack.
0: And so that's another thing in 49 <laughs> I'm so serial stuck on this. is like Batman, Batman and Bruce Wayne like Vicky Vale's this close to figuring out that they're the same person, right? So he he does all this shit that makes them seem like they're like close friends. So he'd be like, Oh yeah, Bruce Wayne, he's a great guy. And then Bruce Wayne'd be like, Oh yeah, that Batman, he's 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 really something. So like he's they really, really got each I other's hear back. You. He's
2: a huge dick. <laughs> and he's rich. Yeah. If you want to go down on someone. The Wayne guy. He's the one to go. I fucking know i right, He's so his own best wing man
0: <laughs> Let's move to the worst bat gadget. I went with
1: Batman and Robin, the bat credit card. Oh, oh man. What? Okay, I'm in the bank? same movie. No, I'm in the same movie, man, but the yeah, that's pretty whack. They just slapped a Batman. What bank is giving Batman a,
0: a line of credit? How how is he gonna establish it? What collateral does Batman have? Probably Deutsche Bank. Is he going? Is he going in the store and buying things with his bat credit card, or is it just there for hot chick auctions? Because I no, he goes, he was sent an Alfred to the store. He's mail ordering bat things.
1: I see. You know, I've seen him in Macy's when I was a security guard. He buys very, you know, man weird underwear. I don't know where I was going I with need that, a new
2: but girdle. he he was Do in. <laughs> Do you guys sell? Need a double XL. You know, Bruce Wayne. He's got a big package, but not as big as mine. <laughs> I need a thong because chafing.
0: There's just so many questions that the back credit card raises, and none of them are necessary or worthwhile to explore. So it's, it's rough.
1: It is, it's fucking useless. All
0: right, so what is your worst bat gadget before I go and spin and, and ride here
1: for Batman and Robin? What the fuck would you use that for? Are you driving through McDonald's? You're like,
2: put it on my card. The backguard Guard. Thanks. I mean, I'll have a big back.
1: I guess chicks would just start back showing back. their tits every time you did that. You see this? is the backguard Guard. What's ah! your worst back Gadget? Worst Bat Gadget is the plastic lips used by Robin in I mean, Batman they work, though. They work more than the back Credit Card. That shit is dumb as fuck, man. I agree. He looked like he had lip gloss on from a mile away. Your lips this... are immune to your chunks. You think he's not like or poison ivy's not like uh like she just What's on your list again? Yeah, she's just like listen here nipples. Get over here. And he's like, "All right, fam. I'm he- I'm here now. What's up?" <laughs> and uh yeah, I just thought that was fucking dumb. It's like, why don't you just not kiss her? Yeah. That's... Why don't you be a man and fucking But yeah,
0: just walk like you're on the fucking plant with her. Just arrest her do whatever you're doing anyway. Like, why do you have to kiss her in that situation?
1: Just fucking whoop her ass. Yeah. She's a supervillain. It counts. Like, it's cool. Well, Batgirl's on her way. It's fine. (laughs) So, hear me out for a second. Hold on. Wait, wait. Till Batgirl gets here. Then it's fucking on.
0: Hear me out for a second
1: here. Some people, they might
0: want to fast forward for the next three (laughs) minutes or so, but I've got to spin because it's my contention that Batman and Robin actually holds up pretty well.
1: The hell it
0: does. Just wait. It's completely campy and over the top. But everyone in the movie is doing exactly what they need to do at the exact level they need to do it in order to actually make this work. Because just listen, let's think about this. This is a movie about two guys who dress up as a bat and a bird and later a girl who also joins them dressing up like a bat trying to stop a man that was frozen so badly he has to stay in a perpetual state of freezing temperatures in this big-ass suit that runs on diamonds just to survive while on his own mission to save his cryogenically frozen wife with a terminal illness illness, and because he can't save her, now he just wants to freeze the the whole city instead so they can live freely together. Meanwhile, a lady that has somehow been imbued with the ability to control plants and create violent mutant hybrid animal plants and make men fall in love with her with these pheromones and can also kiss them to death decides that she wants to rid the world of humanity so plants can better survive, and she brings along her meathead, powered by an illegal concoction of snake venom and other poisons to help her out. And these two people, the the plant lady and the guy that wants to freeze the earth, seemingly completely disparate plots here, decide they're going to work together. Right? That, that's this move in a nutshell
1: that's literally like every batman story ever
0: it's the execution but that's all the script no that's all the script that's that's the craziness joker being crazy in the dark knight is none of these levels of crazy right bane in dark knight rises is none of these raza ghul in batman begins is none of these joker in batman 89 is not this the penguin in batman returns is none of this this is all the script and apparently and and so like that's not great okay that, that all of this is what's jammed into this movie. But that's what the movie is, and that's what these actors and this director have to work with. And apparently, in this movie, the script was like this because the studio insisted it be more, quote-unquote, toyetic against yes, Schumacher's judgment. they wanted to judgment. sell toys. Yeah. Schumacher would often yell before it takes, remember everyone, this is a cartoon. So, like, the, everyone involved knows what it is. And so at that point, you can only play this champion over the top. Because if you try and play this straight, if anyone in this movie tries to play it straight, it's going to be even more terrible than it actually is because it doesn't make any fucking sense. And there's no way to play this straight where people are acting like how real people would act. You need ice puns and bat puns and this super manufactured conflict between Batman and Robin and any Bane that can barely speak and Uma Thurman just oozing sexiness with absolutely no substance and chris o'donnell doing it whatever the hell it is he does and there needs to be an underground motorcycle race that's operated by coolio like
1: (laughs) dude it's (laughs) it's outlandish for real but if you didn't give me that four and a half minutes of backstory it doesn't matter it's a bad movie but can you imagine Bill's
0: batman in this movie no absolutely not because you can't
1: he would be beating the shit out of everyone
0: right you can't put this realistic guy in this in this weird ass script
1: that's fair though. I mean, I, it holds a special place in my heart. Yeah, not if, gonna lie.
0: If this is the script you're given, you can only at that point steer into it. And I think everyone does a perfect job of doing exactly that. They make this movie the best that it could have possibly been. If anybody else is doing this, I don't think, I, I don't think it work because it it works on a level if you're if you're looking at it as entertainment. It does not work on a level as like this is a good plot or story or anything else. Obviously. But at the end of the day, it's still super fun to watch.
1: No. It is. Disagree. It is. It's fun. No. Nope.
0: Well, Kobe Mack agrees with me, so that's all that matters. I guess so. So we're ready to give out the last award. Let's give out the best Batman, and then we'll go to Twitter, before the worst Batman. So who do you Let's have do for best Batman and best Bruce Wayne?
1: So for best Batman, I chose Batman Begins. I can see that. I think it's. I like the suit in that one. It's. It's a little more simplistic. He's just getting involved in stuff. He does a lot Thanks, of the dude. gliding, and you know, you see a lot of his grappling hook stuff there. Mm-hmm. And shout out grappling I, hooks. I, I just really dig Christian Bale's performance in that one. It's a little more subtle, and it's. Uh, you know, he doesn't rely necessarily so much on his gadgets. It's a lot of. brute force and stuff like that plus he was just he was jacked in that movie yeah and the best bruce wayne by far hands down not even an argument is michael keaton that's true in either of the batman or batman returns movies
0: i think he's better in 89 uh in in Batman. i agree
1: with you i agree Um, with you he is so good dude it's ridiculous
0: so i liked what you're going with batman in batman begins i like that we saw the real full origin not just the death of his parents him falling into a cave and then boom he's Batman like we got all the League of Shadows shit we got his training we got him really becoming Batman not just well my parents died 20 years ago so now I dress up and fight crime like that you have the okay I'm gonna go live on the streets and be a criminal to to see how that works I'm going to st- to give away all my worldly possessions not give away but leave all my worldly possessions behind and you know steal food because i'm hungry and live in a prison because oh, i got caught you know i i think that's
1: really cool yeah it's de- i mean it's very realistic and it's something i always felt batman would do mm-hmm. like it, they they gloss over how he got to be batman and it they insinuate a lot of times it's just because he's rich as fuck but it's i mean it's decisions he but anybody he can made. be rich right not everyone can be batman exactly i mean any anybody has the potential to be rich
0: right not any obviously there are other strictures in place that won't allow a lot of people to be rich but any anybody has that potential to become rich yeah no doubt
1: pull yourself up by your bootstraps batman
2: i got i don't have straps on my boots they're buckles goes on buckles here. i'm getting a little older uh, arthritis in my hands. It's very
0: bad. My best Batman was Batman v. Superman, Dawn of Justice. Justice. And I think this is truly Batman at the height of his powers. He's using all of his intellect to track and attempt to defeat Superman, which is what you need. You need this guy who's always planning, always has a contingency for his contingencies. And at the end of the day, I, I think Batman is a strategist above all else. You know, but he yeah, has I all mean, the gadgets, he's strong, gotta be. but he's got to have that strategy. And especially when now he's on the level of gods among men right he's got to bring down he's got to be able to bring down superman and he spends most of uh batman v superman planning for the eventuality that he will need to take down superman and then he fucking does it he wins this fight it only stops because dc writers in the 40s only knew one name for a woman right we're just gonna give everybody's mom uh-huh. the name martha and that'll I mean, that was like that, that'll never cause a problem anyways. No, no, never. This will never I, come I'll back say. to bite us in the ass 80 years down the road. No way.
1: Not we'll, when we're trying to launch a universe to rival Marvel, that pissant company. But, I I mean, I really enjoyed Affleck's Batman. Watching him mow down goons in that warehouse is... Oh, dude, that's the best Batman like it's an Batman game, fight it's scene. never oh not going to be cool,
0: yeah. <laughs> and I think that's...
1: I've re- rewatched that ten times.
0: That's where Justice League went wrong, too. Well, I mean, one place where they went wrong. They went a lot wrong. But they didn't let Batfleck fight any real people
1: it was all cgi yeah it, was, it was
0: all the paratroopers or the parademons or whatever
1: um uh, so With like guns yeah and stuff, him
0: like... him fighting in that warehouse was awesome um and then even the nightmare scene in batman v superman was it had a great fight sequence out of batman in, in the extended cut you know he's using guns and anything else at his disposal to escape from superman but superman gets to him um i just i liked at Affle- like affleck he took this role to be Batman. Bruce Wayne didn't matter. He didn't need to no. exist in Batman v Superman. And, and I'm cool with that. Because it was one hell of a Batman performance.
1: Dude, it was so good. Like, he physically looked like it, and he... I mean, he fought like it, too. Like, that's how Batman should fight. Yep. Not Christian Bale's standard three fucking moves, or, you know, the choreographed I mean, the, bullshit the, the of... hand-to-hand hand with Bane and Dark Knight Rises is pretty great. It's okay, but it took him three, yeah. you know, nearly six hours to fucking get there. He uses the same three moves yeah. throughout the first two movies. Uh,
0: so I first saw Batman vs Superman in theaters, and then they and and I didn't like it. I didn't like the theatrical cut, really at all. Mm-hmm. And then they released mm-hmm. the extended cut, and I watched the extended cut on my tablet in the hospital while waiting for my second daughter to be born. So I'm not completely locked in. So it was really interesting to watch it again for real this time, like on my TV with all the sound, everything, because I missed a lot of this movie or I just didn't remember it. And so I'm watching in the beginning of the extended cut doesn't even feel like a movie. It's just kind of a bunch of scenes smashed together. And Justice League has a lot of that going on in it, too. Um, And we'll get back to Justice League. It, it, there's no narrative uh, connection between it. like it's just a scene happens and then we go to Gotham and a scene happens there and then we go to the desert and a scene happens there and then we're back in Metropolis and a scene happens there and then we're back in Gotham and like I I kind of like the manic energy of Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor I I I, I kind of liked it he was he was going for the the teetering on obsessive insanity and I I think he kind of nailed
1: that no hello. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, I'm here. You don't like it? No, I, I just, I, I fucking hate it. I thought he stared, like, it physically makes me want to yell. Well, I think well, it physically makes me want to yell. Good. You should do it sometime. I mean, his is convoluted
0: as fuck, but he played Superman and Batman like a fiddle, and he set them up from square one to be at each other's throats.
1: Not buying it.
0: Have you seen the extended cut? The three-hour no. cut? nope so it's a little more coherent here not much but a little more coherent you can see the pieces falling into place a little bit better he, he just kind of hates Superman and wants everyone to think that him just being around causes mass destruction and death and he also he lets Clark Kent believe that Batman is purposely setting up prisoners to die uh, kind of taking these the, taking the justice into his own hands so that Superman has no choice but to stop Batman And, you know, Luther knows the whole time that a clash with Batman is probably going to be the only thing that could stop Superman. Um, Well, at least before he creates Doomsday. Once he creates Doomsday, then he thinks it's it's that. Uh, And none of this really works or is is played out, really, in the theatrical cut. And and it kind of sucks for that. But Luther's plan, you get a better sense of it in the extended cut.
1: I mean, they can clear all that up with a conversation.
0: Uh, it, it takes that's a couple but
1: yeah that's all I'm saying
0: um, I mean it's uh, Batman v Superman there's problems with it obviously uh, I, I just always thought the weirdest thing in Batman v Superman was the concerted effort the movie made to make sure the audience knew they weren't inflicting any collateral damage like all the characters weren't inflicting collateral damage on the cities and whatever mm-hmm. it was the overreaction to all the idiots on the internet who couldn't find actual criticisms of Man of Steel because Man of Steel is actually really good
1: I love Man of Steel. Yeah.
0: And so but people wanted to not like it. So all of a sudden they went with, well, look how much damage Superman caused. And that that's the only criticism they can come up with. Before pretty 2013, much, I mean... no one ever considered structural damage to a city during a superhero movie. It didn't happen. I was there. I've watched every superhero movie. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah, pretty much. All of a sudden I mean, now everyone's super concerned about the buildings of Metropolis's feelings.
1: That's not the goddamn point. No, yeah. it doesn't matter. And, mm-hmm.
0: I, and I like the idea of like playing it as a city that's recovering from trauma, but the, the weird concerted effort of every superhero movie, because it happens in Age of Ultron too, of the next three to five years, every superhero movie, we have to hear this random shoehorned in throwaway line of like, that island's uninhabited, or the port's abandoned, or everyone is out of the building we can go in there and fight now or hey i called ahead the city's been evacuated we're good we can fight here like it just feels weird and i didn't i don't I don't, I don't i think we're getting away from that again now which is good but it, it was just really weird for
1: a stretch there it's just too convenient
0: yeah and i i think i kind of like batman versus superman after rewatching the extended cut
1: and i I'll don't have know if the
0: world's coming yeah check the extended cut it's good i don't know if it i think it's on hbo max there you go. So yeah, check the extended cut. If you haven't seen the Batman vs. Superman Extended Cut, you have to at least give it a chance before fully grading the movie because the extended cut is much better. And I sound like like one of these fucking blade runner you do. film guys who's like, "Whoa, well, you, you do know, Calvin. The theatrical release, blah 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 blah.
1: The fourteenth uh, DVD release yeah. is actually the canon version.
0: What well, I- the extended cut is just a better movie, and it's, it's a complete movie. The theatrical re- release never felt like a complete movie.
1: Most of their movies don't feel oh, like complete fair. movies.
0: I agree with best Bruce Wayne on Michael Keaton. He's got that manic energy and like the distant stoicism that could only belong to yeah, someone who that. pretends to be a bat and beats the shit out of mentally ill criminals. And that scene with uh when they're in Vicky Vale's apartment, Joker shows up, and it's it's Keaton, it's Bruce Wayne there, not Batman, and he just smashes the thing with the fireplace poker. He, Come on, let's get nuts. Like that's, that's perfect Bruce Wayne. Cause it like, he's got to put himself out there to make sure Joker knows he's legit and is, you know, a, a worthy foe and, and to bring the focus onto him rather than Vicky Vale. And it it's so much fun to watch Keaton being Batman. Right. Or being Bruce I know Wayne.
1: who you are. I love that part. Yeah.
0: Bruce Wayne's really hard to pull off. Clooney and Kilmer, like they don't get there on any of that. I think Christian Bale... I think he's good, but you don't get into the full insanity that Bruce Wayne would go through.
1: No, he looks the part, but he's just too well put together. Yeah, I'll. If that makes sense. Like, I'll, Michael Keaton is just so good, dude.
0: Anything Bale does as Bruce Wayne directly impacts his life as Batman. He's only being Bruce Wayne to service Batman. We don't delve too deep into who Wayne actually is other than his love for Rachel. You know, and then Adam West is Adam West. There's uh, nothing in the 66 film can really be taken serious. Um, Affleck didn't get a lot of time to flex as Bruce Wayne. He gets a little more in Justice League, but not too much. You know, he's got those good moments with Barry Allen and and with Arthur Curry. Uh, But again, Bruce Wayne's just there as a proxy for Batman. And I think that's something that the Burton films did really well is they allowed the actors to build Bruce as... A completely different character outside of Batman and, and Michael Keaton was the best at this.
1: Well, it's two sides of the same coin instead right. of just Batman and like his shadow. Exactly. Um,
0: I want to give a special acknowledgement here to Alfred and Commissioner Gordon in the uh, Burton Schumacher movies. So played, Alfred played by Michael Goh and Commissioner Gordon played by Pat Hingle. Uh, they were the only people to be in all four movies so shout out to you guys
1: reverse shout out no because no one else is in all four movies anyway no here
0: is the reverse special acknowledgement it's alfred in the 66 batman uh because bruce wayne is like there's a scene where he's hooking up with selena kyle but he has to ask alfred and robin to keep an eye on the date in case anything's going fishy because he thought she was going to slip on a banana peel or something very long story about solving a riddle and none of it makes sense not important but they're they're like listening in on his date and robin he's a good dude he wants to turn off the monitor when bruce starts getting it in with catwoman and alfred reassures him that this is what bruce wants bruce wants them watching all the time which just begs the question how often is alfred the perv spying on bruce's escapades because he's like Always. really like robin robin tries several times to turn it off and alfred's like nah dude it's cool it's cool
1: he's like this makes me really uncomfortable alfred and he's like I don't care. We're supposed Douchebag. to watch him. I feel like yeah, we should dude.
0: have had a best bat helper category.
1: Best Alfred, I mean probably, but we can't get into that because I'll talk about Alfred for some. I mean, some but days. even if
0: you if you stretch it to Best Bat Alfred, you, you include Robins then or Best Bat Helper, you include Robbins, Batwoman's,
1: Commissioner best Gordon's bat family member.
0: Yeah. I mean I think Commissioner Gordon in the Nolanverse takes it hands down, but well, we yeah. Alright, so let's go to Twitter. We asked who's the best Batman? Uh, leave a comment for a shout-out on this week's episode. We The options on the poll, that's at APA something. You can also follow Nick at alone underscore podcast. Uh, the options were Michael Keaton, Ben Affleck, Adam West, and other. I specifically left off Christian Bale so we'd get some, some flow and some comments here uh, because I knew a lot of people would vote for Christian Bale. Christian Bale! Michael Keaton wins with 50%. Ben Affleck. Oh, wow, that's yeah. close. Ben Affleck, 19.3%. Adam West somehow pulls 17% and other 13 percent yeah uh so top dad podcast at top dad says why would anyone pick ben affleck i thought that was just there so people remember he played batman i mean ben affleck's an amazing batman
1: he's pretty shut tall, your batman. whore mouth
0: we just talked about him. <laughs> uh in poor taste at in poor taste pod the guy who didn't play batman because batman is lame and boring. your podcast is lame and board that's batman. what i've got to say about that Dang. I've actually never listened to the import taste pack podcast. It might be good. I don't know. But uh, Batman doesn't like it apparently.
1: Yeah, Batman.
0: Uh, crime and music at crime and music. Thomas Wayne from Flashpoint. Like, the yeah, that that's a great point. But you know, I should have specified only live action performances here.
1: Yeah, Calvin. Sorry. Fuck. Thomas Wayne's Flashpoint is real good. Fucking, He's a good Batman. He looks dumb as shit. Like his his chin and yeah, face. the chin looks. Suit's bad. dope.
0: I was gonna say the suit is one of the best. Yeah. Uh, Strikes My Fancy podcast at Strikes Me Fancy George Clooney with a laughing emoji which I'm, I'm hoping this person is being sarcastic because Clooney sucks
2: sucks big ones Clooney uh, sucks
0: Clooney sucks Word Salad Radio at Word Salad Radio goes to Kevin Conroy again animated Batman doesn't count here but thanks for your participation uh, TV Tangents at TV Tangents Pod we got a Michael Keaton vote there with a nice gif of. gif it's a gif
2: it's a goddamn gif it's a gif i'm batman. the creator of the it said it's a gif that guy doesn't know what he's talking about batman knows it's a bat gif. Batman doesn't know shit it's a bad gif
0: fuck batman. uh paul bowler at paul underscore bowler michael keaton's understated performance is still my favorite i really like tim Burton, burton's dark gothic looking batman films yeah we we've we've gone over that i agree yeah i agree i the the look of gotham is by far the best in those movies it's very
1: beautiful I, personally it's a personal thing for me i'm not a fan but i think it's rich like creatively it's very rich
0: yeah um self shoots from the hip podcast that self shoots uh he gives bail a vote shout out bail uh tennis podcast first bail tune in next week we'll have a guest host from the tennis podcast his name's nick as well so that'll be really easy for me uh, he'll be here we're talking Seinfeld next week so so come by for that it'll be a lot of fun uh, he posted a gif of
1: Jeff.
0: he posts a gif of Adam West Uh, take a knee for Marvel vs. DC at knee for Marvel vs. DC Ben Affleck f- for me gave off some really strong The Dark Knight Returns vibes I, I think we mentioned that as well Uh, with his portrayal of Bruce that I loved he was grittier and you could tell that he had been through a lot Keaton's is the closest second but I'll take Batfleck strong agree
1: yes big time
0: Uh, Ryan Elteri at RL Terry 1 Keaton and Burton delivered my uh, delivered a Batman Bruce that felt like he leaped right off the pages of a comic book or graphic novel had the look mannerisms and exaggerated action he was fun yet took himself seriously in this iconic role again I think we agree on that with our Keaton love that we've already had so good JVD of crossover collision villain at villains demand that is uh another batfleck gif again we love batfleck k dub at p g t c k e n i know it's not a popular opinion but i like the bat the ben affleck batman it's really hard to read ben affleck and then say batman all like i just it's
1: just batfleck okay it's kind of a yeah it, it doesn't work it's been batfleck since he was announced
0: he isn't responsible for the writing quote my mom's name is martha cough cough I enjoy the older kind of over it seen too much Batman Bruce Wayne. Yep.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh
0: Tamika Fraser at Fraser. Tamika, another Bale vote. Uh, that's just a picture of Christian Bale, so if you like Christian Bale, go look at it, I guess.
1: I'm there, bro. I got it up right now. DJ
0: Meltzer at William H O A May i really liked michael keaton but his portrayal of batman was not comic accurate so we got one person saying it looked very much like a comic and one person saying it's not comic accurate at all and i didn't read a lot of 80s batman comics so i don't have a good response for that
1: i'd be curious how it's not comic yeah i I would like a follow-up on that
0: if uh if you're listening bj Meltzer, let us know let us know
2: what you think we need to know why keaton was not comic accurate please please Batman doesn't say
0: please. <laughs> <laughs> Kendall Burwell at sexy Dude0219. Uh gives another vote for Michael Keaton. Beer Al Podcast. Uh, at beerdalpodcast. Podcast. Okay, so our canon is that Michael Keaton is the best Bruce Wayne, hands down, but Christian Bale is the best Batman. You're just so close there. Just so You're close there. Uh, Keaton, best Bruce Wayne. Batfleck, best Batman.
1: Hands down.
0: Yeah. All right. Thank you to everyone who participated. Again, we do polls sometimes uh, when right before we record and give shout-outs accordingly. Uh, That's at APA something and at alone underscore podcast. So let's get to the worst Batman and finish this thing up. Let's do it. You go first with the worst Batman.
1: Adam fucking West, that cheeky prick. Okay. Dude is annoying as shit. And the fact he's got terrible humor, on top of that, he killed people. So he's a murderer with a bad sense of humor. Oh, well, we're gonna get I into can't. I can't people. tolerate that cat. I can't tolerate that. His costume is whack. His fucking sidekick is whack. His vehicles are fucking whack. Well, not the worst. Batmobile. His Batmobile is fucking whack. No. False. His bat yeah. motorcycle is whack yes. as fuck. He's got a sidecar. His helicopter's whack as fuck. Yep. He's got a boat. Excuse me. Yeah, the Whack wrong. as fuck. <clears throat> I feel like you've watched
0: the entire batman 66 in youtube clips and you just don't know it You're like you've seen everything probably okay. i went with suicide squad uh. the Batman because i love batfleck but he exists in this movie and where the hell is he the whole time why isn't he helping he captures deadshot by letting him almost kill his daughter and then he just fucks off for the rest of the movie come on batfleck
1: well it's they just put him in that to try to salvage that fucking movie
0: yeah, that's a rough one, too. Um, not good. I gave my own mention to Batman and Robin. I th- I think Clooney's an underrated Bruce Wayne, because he <gasps> has the suaveness that Kilmer just did Mm-mm. not get to. I think Mm-mm. George Clooney is really good at rich and charming. Yeah, but he's a dick. Yeah! He's a fucking asshole. <laughs> my favorite time. is is when they're arguing over Poison Ivy, and like Robin's all like, oh, she loves me, she wants this, blah, 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 and he's like, she's trying to kill you, dick. <laughs> And it works on so many levels because his name's Dick, and he's being a dick. So he's just like, she's trying to kill you, Dick. And I think only Clooney can pull that off. Ah, Keaton could have pulled it off, too. I,
1: I can hear it in my head right now as he
0: says it. It's so great. He's a rough Batman, though. His one-liners are very forced. He's terrible. Uh, and he talks a lot for a Batman. Like, he talks so much in that movie. Most Batman, they don't, like, when they're Batman, they don't talk that much.
1: Well, he reminds me of a billionaire playing a superhero.
0: Yeah. That's why he's good at being Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Yeah, no. I just, I don't think no. he has a good jaw either, or overall physique to be intimidating as Batman. Like Kilmer, no, Kilmer's not. at least a tall dude, and like he's, you know, you know he's got the Jack bod from Top Gun.
1: Michael Keaton. Well, he's like he's lithe, kind of, you know, yeah. he's long and lean. He's that's how Batman is supposed to be.
0: Michael Keaton was, I, I guess, he's you not know, really jacked, but I I don't know that that version of Batman didn't need that. I don't know.
1: No, it it didn't, and that was something that I grappled with, because he's not intimidating at all. Dude's like 5'8". I the other thing about Clooney is you you can tell he's really pretty under the mask,
0: and that's not going to strike fear into anyone. Like you just know it's, George Clooney's pretty. It's, it's
1: tough. Yeah, Michael Keaton is five foot nine. Yeah. If I saw that dude sneaking up on me, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. They did mostly because re- I'm five foot nine. They did
0: a really weird thing in Batman Forever where they had all these like up angled shots at Kilmer which I thought was because he must be really short so they're shooting him you know front the camera's below him looking up at him to make him look taller but then I looked it up he's like six feet so it was really weird The uh, Batman Forever is a strange movie which it brings us really to the movie. worst Bruce Wayne who's your worst Bruce Wayne?
1: my worst Bruce Wayne is uh, I chose fucking um, I kind of repicked here because I'm a piece of shit well
0: that, but... the subcategories don't count against the no uh, reduce.
1: That's fair. Then uh, Ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne fucking yeah, hated he it. He did not do much. I felt like he had he had no swagger. I, he just didn't feel like a genuine Bruce Wayne to me. I don't. I couldn't no, ever put the, my finger
0: on it. Even the the Barry Allen, what's your superpower? When he's like, I'm rich. Like that's that's not really Bruce Wayne.
1: He's just an idiot. He strikes me yeah, as a dumb. fucking idiot. He's a dumb.
0: He he feels like a dumb jock Batman.
1: Right, it's it's only like when he is in the suit is he's actually his, his dope. growls rough too. His it's bat, not his bat the growl. best. Well, his voice is just the yeah. voice altering technology there. Not a fan. Yeah. It's stupid. I went with Batman forever. I just I, like Val Kilmer doesn't
0: pull off the charming or brooding well at all. Um, no, the
1: glasses don't help either.
0: I, you need at le- You need to at least be charming or brooding. You really need both like Michael Keaton pulled off like Bale does from time to time. Uh, Batfleck has a little bit of it. Kilmer has none of it. And he just no, doesn't.
1: He's have zero. He's paper.
0: And he's got the pickup line against uh to to try and get Chase Meridian to go to the circus with him. and It's one of the cringiest things I've ever seen when he we've got to get you out of those clothes and into a black dress. Tell me, Doc, do you like the circus? The weirdest fucking thing.
1: It is very weird.
2: So I have a riddle for you.
0: The other quick shout-out I wanted to give was, (laughs) uh, in in the worst Bruce Wayne category, is in the Adam West movie, the the intro scene where they're first appearing on screen, there's a narrator. And just to sum all the campiness of it up, when introducing Bruce Wayne, the narrator's like, Millionaire Bruce Wayne on his way home today, and he puts so much pizzazz behind Millionaire and it just it means so little right now like you can't be batman in 2021 as only a millionaire
1: no you gotta be a so just like how yeah, how Elon excited
0: Musk. the narrator was that millionaire bruce wayne was on his way home was was very funny to me <laughs> all right so now we're into the final stage here with the what would you do stage and we're gonna start by talking about batman and his no killing rule because uh, that's been established historically as a no killing r- rule but also historically it's complete bullshit yeah he kills a
1: shitload of people
0: yeah i've done the Even research. adam
1: west kills people I,
0: I thought that he killed at least one person in each bat movie except suicide squad because he's only there for 30 seconds so i wouldn't count but I, I there's one movie where he kills no one uh and I, i'm gonna go through all of them so we can find we're gonna we're gonna determine the highest body count any or the body count of each movie, the full body count, what Batman's responsible for. So which we want to see which one's the highest, which one's the lowest, and which one he has the highest percentage of of the total body count. So what is he most responsible for in each movie? I would let you
1: hand all these. I will let you handle all these numbers. Yeah, I went deep into the statistics
0: yours. here. So we want to know which movie does he kill the most people, or is at least responsible for the deaths of most people. And I want to give a shout out to MovieBodyCounts.com and the Batman fandom page and the rest of Google. Searching Batman Kills movie title. Uh, It's it's a little messy because there's different sources and the way the different sources calculated the kills or counted a kill there there were contradictions here and there Um, but I just kind of took the one that sounded most right and so I have to start in 89 (laughs) because MovieBodyCount.com didn't have entries for the serial films or Batman 66 I don't think he killed anyone in the 49 serial he may have been responsible for a death or two though
1: and he killed. He killed someone in '66. He did who? Yeah, he killed a couple robbers.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, like the uh, the random henchmen and stuff. Okay. So, but we're gonna skip that. We're gonna go straight to Batman '89. Total body count in Batman '89 was 56. Batman was responsible for eight of those. Uh, Batman Returns there's a total body count of 18, and he's responsible for only two. So, good job. Better. Yeah, Much Batman. Better. Batman Forever has a total ca- body count of 16, and his responsible for seven of those so that is the highest percentage of the total kills with 47 percent of the total kills of the movie batman's responsible for good job batman forever son of a bitch batman and robin the total body count is 15 with a batman body count of zero he kills no one in batman and robin good job
1: thank god
0: uh batman begins he has a total body or there's a total body count of 18 and he has a body count of four uh, which I think you could you could probably give a little bit more because all those dudes in the League of Shadows,
1: in the opening. yeah I w- that's I mean he killed like a whole compound of people yeah uh,
0: I guess they don't uh whatever site I got this from didn't give those to him
1: don't count ninjas huh
0: yeah so the Dark Knight there's a total body count of 36 and he's responsible for six and that's where we really go heavy handed on his one rule because he's going against the Joker who doesn't have rules blah 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 uh and he still kills manages to kill six people. The Dark Knight Rises has a total body count of 14, and Batman is responsible for only one of those. Good
2: job, Batman. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. I didn't kill anyone. That wasn't my fault. They should have been standing. They know. <laughs> when the tumbler's coming through, you get the fuck out of the way, or you're gonna get caught. Uh,
0: Batman v Superman, there's a total body count of over 200. Holy fuck. The, the site said 200 to 1,000, so I just went with over 200. <laughs> uh, Batman's responsible for 43. And, ding ding ding. Yeah, that's the highest uh, by far. At Justice League, there's a total body count of over 130, and they're giving Batman 27 of those, which I gotta say those must be parademons because I don't know that he killed anyone. Not that I recall. No. So all right, just to finish up, let's talk about the Snyder Cut because it's coming soon. Comes out next month, uh, March 18th, I believe is is the date. Are you excited for the Snyder Cut?
1: Fuck yeah! Really? I'm ready to see Jared Leto's Joker. I'm ready to see Black Suit Superman. I'm ready for any redemption style qualities this movie has over the Justice League theatrical cut that I sat through. Dude, but you fuck, won't watch Batman so Superman extended cut? No, I'm not. I'm never saying I wouldn't do it. I just haven't done it. I'm not. I haven't gone out of my way to rent that to watch it. I gotcha.
0: I haven't really been excited <clears throat> for it. I uh, seeing the Joker images the other day I saw the black suit Superman I usually don't like consuming like ancillary media leading up to a movie because I like to go in fresh but I think this needs all that you need all of this like look we are making changes that are legitimate and could change things so I, as I see more I'm, I'm getting more excited for it I still don't know that I would say I'm excited do you think it's oh. necessary though? Uh,
1: yes if they want to salvage this in any way, shape, they or can't. form, especially after the bombing of Wonder Woman 2, I think this is this is absolutely necessary because Zack Snyder honestly is the best thing that's ever happened to DC movies, which if is not saying much.
2: If
1: if they would have let him spin. If they're
0: going to hire Zack Snyder, you got to just let him do what he does.
1: Let him exactly.
0: do it. And, and it it it's not going to please everyone, which is fine. But he has a very specific style and a very specific way of telling his story that when you meddle with it, it fucks everything up. And we've seen it every time. Well, it just
1: don't make sense. Yeah.
0: Um, and so I, th- I think if, if – when you went into – okay, we're giving Zack Snyder this. And he made a good movie in Man of Steel and it didn't match his normal visual style. And storytelling techniques. Like it looked different than Watchmen. It looked different
1: than 300. It looked different than Sucker Punch. Anything else he's done. Well, it he... didn't have a single slow motion scene. No, well, I don't know. That's true. I'm almost positive, but it was a gr- I love that movie. It's it
0: really so good. good. And people got mad because Superman broke somebody's neck, and oh, it's too dark, and oh, oh and people died in all these buildings. It's like, no, you're just looking to complain because you want to complain. It's a really good movie. And well, I don't even want, like it, Superman. I hate Superman. He sucks.
1: He does I fucking agree, suck. Superman and if blows. you want. If you want something that's lighter go watch superman returns it's a three-hour drag that fucking returns blows is bad.
0: no go watch it's terrible richard donner superman from 1978 great film it's that okay. i think that's the quintessential superman it gets the whole you know hope justice the american way all that stuff wrapped up into it i mean it it looks like it's from 1978 but I, I think it gets the ideals behind superman a little bit better than man of steel does but that's okay do you know how many different versions of superman there are that you can pull from that's why i don't get these people who are like well it's not really uh you know it doesn't really go along with the comics it's like there's a million different versions of what version of the comics are you looking at that this doesn't match because i bet that match i bet different parts of this movie match different parts of comics and that's what good people do is they build a story using the existing parts that makes sense none none of the Raimi spider-mans match the comics who gives a shit they're great movies
1: there's there's i mean you're you're 100 correct there's aspects it's blended very you know very well it, it's something that you're never going to get we're not in the 1940s 50s 60s yeah, anymore if, if you want if, a very comic a, a pitch for pitch comic representation go watch the
0: 1949 serial yeah and it's trash the, the 1949 one's good man you just wait uh, you figure out who the wizard 40, i was thinking
1: 43 43 yeah, is trash
0: wait till you figure out who the wizard is i'm i'm fixing to um i don't think it's necessary i think you can only polish a turd so much but at the end of the day it's still going to be a turd and i don't think there's any saving this turd that is the justice league movie or the justice league pile of trash extended universe that they've set up i i think there's going to be a lot of bad wigs and makeup and even more cgi facial hair from like all these reshoots that they have to do i think it's going to look even weirder and more disjointed than justice league already did and it's going to be four hours, so it's going to be a we'll four-hour weird Frankenstein's movie. All
1: right. I mean, well, I, mean I, I could be swayed especially after
0: that. rewatching the the Batman vs Superman extended cut and seeing how much sense when I was actually locked in on it it, it made. I could be wrong. I I just I don't think it's going to be great. Um, you know, I, Batman vs Superman well, extended yeah, cut no. is still not great, but I think Snyder made it. Watchable with what he did with the extended cut, and maybe he can make Justice League watchable. At four hours, it's going to be really hard.
1: Uh, well, it'll be a series. It's going to be. I'm pretty sure it's two. Or uh, I think they're
0: putting it as one four-hour thing, especially because it's on HBO Max. I think they're putting. I see. One I thought they were splitting
1: it up. But anyway, I don't know. I digress. Uh, we'll, we'll just have to wait and I find just, out. I just
0: don't think you should have to make two versions of all of your extended universe movies in order to make the universe make sense. That's my
1: opinion. You do if you fuck it up the first well, time.
0: I agree, but they've already fucked it up. Like, it's fucked. Move on.
1: What are you going to move on to? Which brings like, me that's to... That's bread and fucking butter. Do you care? I do. Okay. I, As evidenced by my arguing. Yeah. I just... I really want to see Zack Snyder succeed. Because I think there's... A, it's not high art or anything like no. that. But his movies are enjoyable. Oh, yeah. Like, if I can All just sit down... All those movies I named, down... I enjoy watching. Well, Watchmen's a rough watch, right. but... Not because I, I it's not enjoy the Watchmen, Dricker,
0: blah, 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 like it's just long and sloggy.
1: It's it's long and it's dry at parts yeah. because it's I mean. And I'm not like a, I'm not a Watchmen
0: fan. I don't know anything about the Watchmen other than what I saw in the movie.
1: So, uh, well, I, I had to read it in college. It was actually assigned in my creative writing course. This motherfucker tried to get get us to pay seventy five dollars for the Watchmen graphic novel through the college bookstore. Oh, yeah. Like yeah right son, You fucking idiot. I got this shit. In paperback that's been chewed on by a mouse. So, fuck you. Um, but yeah. Anyway, I digress. I I enjoy Zack Snyder's movies. I, I I'm gonna enjoy this, unless it's just fucking horrible, which I don't think he could. I think there's only one way to go from what it was. Like that's that true. was just a horrible movie. Yeah.
0: I I said I barely care. Uh, if it's good, great. We get a good Justice League movie, and we all still mostly move on because like we've already said the extended universe is a dumpster fire and i think it needs a complete overhaul especially after wonder woman 84 was so bad like wonder woman was the saving grace and shazam was good too and aquaman was good too but like wonder woman 84 was terrible so
1: if shazam was okay and aquaman was okay they're watchable
0: okay let's go that's
1: that's a good which is more than you can say
0: for what justice league is right now uh in a month you know it, it may be different but after Wonder Woman 84, like Gal Gadot was supposed to be the saving grace of this. She was supposed to be the frontliner because Batflex mostly out. Henry Cavill's like half in, half out. He's like, eh, if we're going to make a good movie, maybe I'll show up. But like Gal Gadot was all in on Wonder Woman. They could keep making Wonder Woman movies with her, but I, I just mm-hmm. don't think this extended universe should exist. I think yeah they like, need
1: to wash their hands
0: yeah I, and I think if this movie's bad then we're at the same place we already are except now we have two bad versions of a bad movie instead of one which great way to waste a bunch of money and everybody's time I just I, I don't the reason I don't care is because I don't know what the payoff is if it's good do you really think you're going to salvage this extended universe
1: maybe, yes. maybe Jim Gunn <clears throat> yeah, or, it's a possibility maybe James I mean, Gunn's Suicide Squad for. is
0: good and, and you bring that back in Maybe the Flash movie that may or may not happen is good, but uh, Ray Fisher's mostly out as Cyborg. Like he's got all kinds of shit going on with DC and Jeff Johns, and like I, I don't see him returning other than the Justice League, the Snyder Cut. So uh, you're, you're losing all of your people, and we don't know that any of your movies are going to actually ever be good.
1: I guess we'll just have to wait and find
0: out. Are you going to watch it?
1: I think I answered that already. Yeah, of course.
0: You're damn right. <laughs> I, I'm here for almost every big brand superhero movie except Dark Phoenix. Fuck
1: Dark Phoenix. I haven't even seen don't. it, but I heard it's the worst. The
0: worst! And I'm going to be able to watch this four-hour movie comfortably in my home in less than a month. Like, let's fucking go. Let's get it. I'm ready to watch it. I don't know that I'm excited, but I'm ready. Like, I'm going to watch pretty it. pretty I'm going to be there
2: the first. <laughs> I'm not excited. You don't know excited.
0: Uh... I just have no faith that the Snyder Cut is going to fix the Justice League. There's no way. Like, uh, uh, sorry, the extended universe. Like, I, I just – I don't think it can happen.
1: I mean, I've I've given my points. Yeah. I think we just have to wait. Like, to I, I
0: agree. There's a lot of cool stuff that has been set up in these movies that we're never going to get to see play out because I, I just – I don't think that this four-hour movie can save it. There's always just been too many cooks in the kitchen, and they kept making changes at the drop of a hat because – fans get mad about 10 seconds of footage they see in a teaser trailer or, or leaked footage they
1: really fucking do
0: stop listening to fans they're stupid bowing to fan reaction has worked one time ever and that was with sonic's goofy ass that's the only time and like the fact that they couldn't it's a tell precedent that, yeah it, it worked one time every other time it's made a bigger mess the whole dc movie verse we've seen it every time they've tried to make changes we saw it with suicide squad batman versus Superman. Justice League, even some bits of Shazam and Aquaman, they try to make these changes to make fans happy, and they just are stupid. Same thing with Star Wars. The Rise of Skywalker is completely terrible, based on trying to to bridge the gap of what fans think they want and what they actually want, and trying to make fans happy, but also not trying to piss off fans, but also pissing off people who actually like the movie. It 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 was the Star Wars with the dumbest situation, and the way the Rise of Skywalker turned out is. All because people were stupid and trying to listen to a thousand voices that didn't
1: matter. I'm not going to get too far into Star Wars, but it's pretty much boiled down in the movie industry: how can we make billions of dollars like Marvel? It's boiled but, down to fuck art, fuck, fuck making anything fun. It's it's for the money. But Star Wars
0: was doing that. They didn't have to change anything. The Rise of Skywalker sucked because they tried to make some like they tried to piece together all these disparate things that fanboys wanted. And like it doesn't matter because th- there's more examples out there that, that fans get mad and, and studios try and change things but they're going to get mad at something whatever comes up whatever the finished product is these quote unquote fanboys they're going to get mad it doesn't matter it's what they do they live to hate things you could make a perfect movie with every beat hit exactly what they say they want and they would still find a way to complain because their lives are meaningless and that's all they want to do.
1: Yeah, they're pretty sad creatures.
0: Just make a cohesive story, make a good movie, and let people who can enjoy things enjoy them. And fuck the pe- the thousand people with the loudest voices going,
2: we don't like this. Blah, blah, blah. It's a girl with a lightsaber.
0: She can't have that. Fuck those people. I'm, they're stupid.
1: I'm in agreement. And honestly, they're, they're not the people that drive the fandom. It's it's people that walk away from it like shit. I enjoyed that, and then they pass that on. Yeah. To, like the reason I got into Star Wars and stuff of that nature, like Conan and stuff, is because my dad enjoyed that shit when right. he was younger and passed that on to me, and, and so- that's why I was excited to see it as a grown man now. And it turned into a shit show because I got so sick and tired of in fucking stupid fat assholes talk about how it ruins their life and yada yada so that's this is gonna piss me off
0: right? i know that that that's where like i i don't get it is like you said they don't actually speak for people who actually like the things they they speak for themselves and they're loud about it and i i don't understand what they think is really going to change and 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 that's the problem is is they don't like you said they don't speak for the fandom but st- studios are now listening to them like, they're making the Snyder Cut because fanboys are being stupid. Like, it's fine that Justice Like, I want a good Justice League movie, but it's fine that it sucked. It's fine that movies are bad. When Batman and Robin was bad, they didn't just remake it and make it good. They just moved on. Like, fine. If a movie's bad, move on. Cut ties. You made a shitty movie. It's your fault. Do something better next time. Why are we remaking? Well, they've everything?
1: made 15 shitty movies, so they're they're at the end of the rope. Right. They kind of have that. This is this is all they got. And I so, I, mean, I
0: never understood the Snyder Cut fanboys because like I what do they think is really going to change anything? What can Snyder do to make this good at this point, or even make the universe salvageable? It's dead. Wonder Woman 84 is the last hope. We've said it. It it wasn't good. Snyder wasn't involved at all, and it still sucked like and and the studio meddling none of that was there like Patty Jenkins went and made her movie she made the movie she wanted it sucked that there's nothing salvageable about the DC universe it's dead blow it up let Battenson spin
1: it's batson time I'm ready time. for it I'm not let's I, I got to cut you off there I'm not going to talk about it but I'm fucking ready for it yeah so okay you you've brought me over to your side I
0: I will still watch the justice league extended cut it will probably be better than Justice League. It's not a salvageable universe. Let's get to Robert Pattinson.
2: Yeah, I'm I ready like for Pattinson it. too. He's a great guy. He, he's fucking dope. He his art. Mm. Alright. Mm. So that's the end of our episode. Thank you everyone for listening. This is Batman signing off for Calvin and Nick. Make sure you follow those guys on Twitter. That's at APA something and at alone underscore podcast. Also check out those cats, really great brand. They provide all the music here. And uh there's a newsletter that there's a link to in the comments. Hit that. Uh merch, sweet merch. No Batman merch, but you know, still pretty cool stuff. Uh, I, I prefer Bat Merch, but you know, these guys don't have the licensing. It costs a lot of money. So uh thanks for listening. And you guys stay sassy. stay
0: classic.